Hi, welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast, where every mom can find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. You'll hear interviews with all kinds of moms who are learning how to navigate motherhood. Most of all, you'll learn that you have a partner in motherhood, a loving Heavenly Father who wants you to succeed and is always there to help you in your most important work as a mother. And now, here's your host, my mom, Dara Trendler. Welcome to episode 74 of the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad to be back. I took two weeks off during the holidays. I didn't really plan to do that. I thought I was just going to take one week off and then really, I just was having a lot of fun just relaxing with my family and so just decided to take another week off. But I am so happy to be back. I'm so happy that it's a new year and um, I have some things in store that I'm going to be doing this year that I am super excited about that I will um, share very soon and had lots of plans over Christmas break that I was going to revamp some things with the podcast. I was going to come up with some new graphics and redo the intro and the outro and it didn't get done. So it's going to happen sometime in 2020, but just not right now. But um, I shared on Instagram last week that I picked a word of the year and my word of the year is power. And so I said on Instagram that I was going to do an episode and talk about why power is my word of the year. Because to me, it kind of sounds a little weird, like who's picking the word power as their word of the year. Um, But it's actually something I felt really strongly about. So I want to give you some background um, about that and what I'm planning to do with that word and having the intention and the focus of it for all of 2020. So... I'm so happy that you're here today and let's dive in and talk about uh, the word power. But before I do that, I want to give you some history about my experience with a word of the year because I know not everyone chooses one and I want you to know I don't think it's bad if you don't. Um, Totally no big deal. So I chose my first word of the year. I did it for the very first time in 2014. And I kept feeling this overwhelming desire that I needed to learn to act and to make that my word for that year. And so guess what? I made ACT my word of the year for 2014. And choosing the word ACT to focus on really did nothing for me because I didn't act on the promptings I was feeling. I, it actually took me several more years to really learn about acting. And it wasn't until I started acting on the prompting at the end of 2017 to start a podcast and put all the excuses aside and just do what I felt called to do that I, that's when I really learned what it meant to act. So if you've listened to the podcast a lot or you've heard me speak in person, you know that I have a mantra about acting. And it's this, when I act, I feel power. And when I stand still, I feel doubt. So coming up with this mantra wasn't a short process and it certainly didn't happen in a year. Because of that experience, I actually didn't do a word of the year again until 2018. And I'm I want you to know I'm really not someone who thinks you have to have it, and I'm not someone who thinks that focusing on one word replaces goals either, because I'm a huge goal setter, and I set goals at the beginning of the year, and I add to them, and I check my progress weekly. I'm setting goals all the time. But in 2018, I had a very clear prompting that I needed to focus on listening. And the prompting came after I had an experience leaving the temple. I had this overwhelming feeling that I had missed something because I hadn't taken the time to listen. So I had sat in the temple and just prayed and prayed and prayed and talked and talked and talked and really had taken no time to listen. 
So I knew that year that I, that was what I, my focus needed to be. And I spent 2018 trying to listen more to my heavenly parents, the Holy Ghost, my husband and my children, and also to myself. And when I look back on 2018, I can see tremendous growth. I knew that I wasn't done learning about listening, but I could see that setting a focus and an intention communicated to God that I wanted to improve and be better. And that brought about many opportunities to do just that. So because of my experience in 2018, I knew I had to choose a word for 2019. And I chose the word connection because I was having wonderful experiences connecting with others through the podcast, and I wanted to have more. So once again, I learned the power of setting an intention and also setting goals. And I, in 2019, had many opportunities put in my path to connect with others, both online and in person. I certainly don't have everything figured out with the word connection, but I realized in 2019, I like connecting on a deeper level. I like one-on-one connections and talking about things that really matter. I realized I like meeting people in person and hearing their stories. And I also realized that I needed to connect more with those that were closest to me. So when I went with our daughter to the temple for the first time in May 2019, I could not get the phrase endowed with power from on high out of my mind the whole day that we were in the temple. And this phrase is found in Doctrine and Covenants 3832. And it just kept running through my mind over and over. And it kind of lasted several more days after she had her first experience in the temple. And I posted about it on Instagram and I just really couldn't stop thinking about it. What does it mean to have power? Like that was the question that I kept asking myself. So this happened in May and I had lots of thoughts about power um, over the year, the rest of the year. Um, But another word kept popping up for me too. And that word was become. I interviewed Shelly Swap in July and she said so many things in that interview and it's in episode 63 if you if you haven't listened to it I highly recommend it. Um she said so many things that helped me to realize something really important. There is no checklist of things you can do that will automatically get you to perfect kids or the celestial kingdom or anywhere else. Our heavenly parents don't work that way. The things we do in our life are important, but they are only a vehicle to help us become who the Savior wants us to be. So I thought about that concept a lot, and so much so that I thought I should make become my word of the year for 2020. I was pretty sure that was what it's going to be. And I really didn't give a lot of other words a thought. And so the word become had spoken to me, and by November, I was pretty sure that that's what I was going to do. Then right after Christmas, I was in the temple by myself. And at the end, I took the time to pray and ponder. And because I have learned a lot better how to listen since my word of the year in 2018, I sat there and I tried to open myself up to listen and hear what God wanted me to know that day. My missionary had been on my mind and memories flooded back of that day, back in May, of being with her in the temple. The phrase, endowed with power from on high, also came back. And I felt prompted to set an intention to dive deep in the new year and learn about what that word means to me, that there was something that Heavenly Father wanted to teach me about it. So I have started digging in, and it is amazing how that one intention has helped me to recognize and hear the word power everywhere. I'm starting my deep dive with President Nelson's talk from the women's session of the last general conference called Spiritual Treasures. I hope that you've read it and listened to it. I've read and listened to this talk several times since it was given, and my most recent reading of the Spiritual Treasures talk was this week. 
This time I read it with my focus on power, and the word power is everywhere in this talk. I counted 23 instances where the prophet used the word power in that one talk. To me, that is absolutely incredible. I know this talk is the perfect place for me to start, and I'm already seeing new insights. So this isn't everything that I've been learning, but let me share with you a few of the things that I'm gaining from President Nelson's words in his Spiritual Treasures talk about power. So President Nelson gave me tons of answers about how I can tap into God's power. So here's one quote. Um, This is what President Nelson said. Every woman and every man who makes covenants with God and keeps those covenants and who participates worthily in priesthood ordinances has direct access to the power of God. Those who are endowed in the house of the Lord receive a gift of God's priesthood power by virtue of their covenant, along with a gift of knowledge to know how to draw upon that power. So that's the end of the quote. Did you catch what he said? Direct access to the power of God. Like, I want that. How can I do it? And so he he tells me right there, I can make and keep covenants. I can participate in ordinances of the priesthood. And then I can have the knowledge to know how to use the power. That is a powerful, no pun intended, promise. I also learned that the power of the priesthood is just as open to women as it is to men. President Nielsen said, Sisters, you have the right to draw liberally upon the Savior's power to help your family and others you love. So the Savior's power is not only something I can access, it's my right. He tells me right there. It is my right. I'm entitled to it. Can you tell how excited I am? Like, I am reading this talk and thinking, yes, I want direct access to God's power. I want to draw on the Savior's power in my life. And so, okay, President Nelson, give me the list of things I need to do. I'll do them, and then I'll have power. Done and done. Are you thinking that too? (laughs) Sometimes we just want a list of all the things we need to do to get the power and a lot of other things in the gospel. And then we want to be on our way. And I know that I have been totally guilty of that line of thinking. That's probably why my interview with Shelly Swap that I mentioned before in episode 63 and her thoughts about becoming resonated with me. It was something that I needed to know. I think we have a tendency in the church to want a checklist. So I could say, all right, I want to access God's power. What's the process? What's the checklist? But President Nelson calls me to repentance big time when he says, You won't find this process spelled out in any manual. Yep, right from the prophet's mouth, there is no checklist to gaining the power that I actually have the right to. But fortunately, we know and we learned from President Nelson that there is the Holy Ghost. He said, the Holy Ghost will be your personal tutor as you seek to understand what the Lord would have you know and do. This process is neither quick nor easy, but it is spiritually invigorating. What could possibly be more exciting than to labor with the Spirit to understand God's power, priesthood power? And I agree. I'm right there with you, President Nelson. Like what? I don't know. What could be more exciting than that? The really exciting thing to me is that he says the Holy Ghost will be a personal tutor. To me, that means he can give me direction that is just for me. And as he stated before, I will also know how to draw on that power. I will have the knowledge to know how to do that. It's personal, which makes it so awesome that there's no checklist, because if it was a checklist, it wouldn't be unique. We'd all be doing the same thing. So our Heavenly Father, 
Father wants us to learn and grow and exercise power in our own way. One of the things you probably know about this talk is that President Nelson invited us, the women of the church, to prayerfully study and let the Holy Ghost teach us what Doctrine and Covenants 25 means for us personally. And he used these words to describe that. He called it a personal spiritual endeavor. Don't you love that phrase, a personal spiritual endeavor? Like, I want to do that. So I read Doctrine and Covenants 25 the day after President Nelson gave this talk. And I have a few pages of things I wrote down that I felt were messages for me. I even received a direct answer to a prayer that I have prayed for many years through that exercise. But I know I am far from done. I know that one time through reading this and taking some notes is not a personal spiritual endeavor. And this year, with my focus on power, I plan to read and study Doctrine and Covenants 25 a whole lot more. I also love what the prophet says about the power we can all gain in the temple. His words took me right back to the thoughts I had on that day my daughter received her temple endowment endowed with power from on high. President Nelson says this, And Satan certainly does not want you to understand that every time you worthily serve and worship in the temple, you leave armed with God's power and with his angels having charge over you. So he's referencing Doctrine and Covenants 109.22. And when I hear that, I say, I want to be armed with God's power. I want angels helping me out. So my focus on power is certainly leading me to the temple more in 2020. He says that he wants to clarify some points about women in the priesthood. And one of those points is this, when he said, when you are set apart to serve in a calling under the direction of one who holds priesthood keys, such as a bishop or stake president, you are given priesthood authority to function in that calling. So just a few days after, this just barely happened, Um, I felt that prompting in the temple to be intentional about my focus on the word power. And I experienced exactly what President Nelson talked about in this quote. I felt the priesthood power in my own calling. And I'm not going to go into a lot of details because the details don't really matter. But because of my church calling, I was made aware of a situation that I felt needed to be addressed. There was no malicious intent or anyone doing anything on purpose, but something really critical that I felt was really critical, was falling through the cracks. And I was a little bit surprised that no one else had noticed this, but I felt from the spirit that I needed to speak up. And I thought about the power I have as someone who has been called and set apart to function and act in this calling by priesthood authority. So I brought the matter up with with priesthood leaders, and they listened to me, and they took my concerns seriously, and they validated something that was so powerful for me. And again, I'm, that's not a pun, but they validated that I had the power to receive revelation in this matter. They listened to me and the oversight was corrected. No matter what calling you have in the church, you have been given priesthood power to act in that calling. And I really think as women, we sometimes forget that. I am grateful that one of my very first experiences of the year with power was this one. I know I've been given priesthood authority to function in my calling. President Nelson gave us all an invitation when he said, I entreat you to study prayerfully all the truths you can find about priesthood power. I know that there is so much more to learn from President Nelson in this talk. 
and I'm planning to extend my personal spiritual endeavors. Don't you love that word, that that phrase, personal spiritual endeavors? I'm going to extend those to studying Doctrine and Covenants sections 84 and 107, as he referenced in this talk. And I know there's lots of other places that I can go to learn more about power and accessing the power of God in my own life. So I hope to give you some updates about what I'm learning throughout the year um, here on the podcast and in the emails I send out to my newsletter subscribers and also on social media. I am excited for a new year and a new focus, and I know the Savior lives, and I am grateful to know that I can draw on His power more fully in my life. I know you have a million things to do, and I'm grateful you took the time to listen to today's podcast. I hope the episode helped you to know God is your partner in motherhood. For show notes, head over to spirituallymindedmom.com. For more motherhood inspiration, follow along on Instagram, at spirituallymindedmom. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on iTunes. This helps more moms to find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. Have an amazing day, and remember, you are doing God's work, and you are doing it wonderfully well.